Hi, welcome to our podcast, Then Within On The Go. I'm Heidi Bilesma-Epperson, one of your hosts, and the owner and lead coach of ThinWithin.org. And I'm Christina Motley, your other host, also a Thin Within coach, and also Heidi's partner in all things Thin Within. And we are so excited to welcome you to this episode of Thin Within On, on The Go. go. <laughs> So welcome, welcome. Today, I feel, is a real special episode because we're going to dive in a little bit deeper into Christina's life. What? (laughs) Okay. Are we going to talk about joyful eating? No. No? How about freedom? No. I know that's fun, isn't it? That's more fun. Okay. No, we we talk about? Christine's going to tell us a little bit of a story today (laughs) about something she's experienced. I want any of our listeners to see if they can relate mm. with the story at all, any pieces of it. Christina, okay. what do you have for yes. us? Well, I've changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, this yeah. is, I mean, I'm going to have to be a little bit vulnerable to share this with you. Uh, this is very, um, very recent that I've been yeah. struggling with this just last week. And I shared Heidi is my forever prayer partner um, and so yeah, I shared it with her and I'm going to share it with you now. So, okay. I haven't changed my mind. I will. <laughs> well, Good. especially if it encourages somebody out there, which I'm yes. hoping yes. that it will. So we have talked about the dieting mentality already, and basically it's simple what it is. <laughs> it's just, what are all the old lies that I used to believe Um, and that drove me before I came to thin within, before I began renewing my mind, before I invited in and tried to, you know, figure out, Lord, what is your way? What is your way with food and eating and running to you with emotions and all of those things. And so dieting mentality that's, that's in my past, but it cups sometimes it yeah. does. Yeah. I mean, how many years did I diet? I dieted right. since right. I was probably about 14 years old. And that was just 10 years ago. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, the math is easy because I'm almost 54. So oh. you can figure out the math yourself. <laughs> but anyway, um, that's a long time. Well, I haven't dieted now for a lot of years, more than 10, 15, more than 10. <laughs> anyway, but the dieting mentality still comes up sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And I, uh, sometimes it surprises me this time. It really did surprise me. I went to the Lord with what I was thinking. And he also surprised me in a loving, kind, gentle mm. way, but also a very convicting way. It was definitely clear. Um, he convicted me and he said, Christina, you're believing these things again. We need to stop and look at this. You need to submit those thoughts to me (laughs) and um, let's figure out what's true and be reminded of what's true. Yeah. Um, Tell us more. Oh, this sounds really good. (laughs) No, we're we're not. Thanks for joining us. No, 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 we're not there. (laughs) Um, Yes. And so like Heidi said, you know, I, I am a coach and I've been coaching with Heidi for at least seven years 
and, you know, have felt very much free in this area for eight years. And here I am with the dieting mentality coming back up. So if this is happening with you, know that it's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's an answer. There's an answer. We don't have to get stuck again, or I'm not getting like pulled back, you know, like a suction pulled back into my past. I'm not going to run off and start dieting again. I know what to do with this, how to bring it to the Lord in my mind. But here's the thing. Somebody might say, how do you know you were even struggling? Like what, what did you feel like? Because most of the time I'm doing really well these days with food and eating, and I'm really feeling at peace most of the time, not perfectly. Um, But last week, over the last several days, especially of the week, I started feeling really unsettled about food and eating in my body and about my size Mm. and about, you know, just putting clothes on. And I don't know, I started feeling unsettled and very insecure. Mm. I started, I didn't even know, I wouldn't even Mm. have been able to articulate it. If you had asked me last week, Heidi on Thursday or something, how are you feeling right now? I probably would have said, yeah, I'm good. But I was, I was feeling unsettled and I was feeling discouraged and I was feeling out of sorts, kind of like, what, what am I doing? Like, I just felt, um, you know, that feeling of unsettledness. And of course the enemy loves to unsettle me. Yes, yes. <laughs> he loves to shake me mm-hmm. and cause me to question and wonder, especially question myself. <laughs> and I think that's true of anybody who loves the Lord. Yeah. The enemy prowls around like a roaring lion seeking mm-hmm. someone to devour. And if he knows yeah. that you already belong to Christ, then it's, it's his intention to be sure you're impotent in mm-hmm. your testimony for Christ. I really believe that. So you're not alone in that. And I know you know that, but for the sake of the listeners, maybe too. Yeah, no, it's that- a good reminder though. <clears throat> it is. Cause sometimes I think why, why, why did that happen to me? Is it something that I did wrong? No, it's just normal. It's just life, <laughs> life as a believer, we are going mm-hmm. to, um, struggle with those things. So yeah. anyway, um, Okay. So I was feeling unsettled and I realized also that my thoughts had changed about certain things. And you'll see what those are as I go through my list of lies here. These are lies that I absolutely believed in the past. um, And they are lies that really drove me in the past. Like my Mm. actions reflected what I was believing, Mm -hmm. um, which is, you know, we talk so much about mind renewal and changing that Mm-hmm. And getting into a new season where we're our our thoughts are really lining up more and more with God's thoughts. Right, right. Um, but this list of lies, you know, these are these are some lies that I was believing, and it's not a complete list. I mean, of course, um, for years and years, I probably had stacks and stacks of lies mm-hmm. that I was believing and struggling with that had to do with my body and you know. Uh, my eating and drinking all and your it. worth and your worth relative worth, to those things. My value. Yeah. See now the thing I'm glad I think you is, said that. Yeah. The thing I think that is so special about what you're preparing to share with us is that you have been coaching, you have been victorious and are victorious and at peace with food, your body and eating. And yet even so just a week ago, 
you were surprisingly to you and to and to me too experiencing some challenges that you didn't even know at first were connected with lies from your dieting past so that's and so i guess what i want to be sure we do is sound the horn sound you know to anybody listening that no matter how long you've been involved in them within no matter how well you've mastered uh, the your flesh or the principles of thin within you might yet like christina and i can do struggle with some thoughts that are lies that undermine your peace and your joy as you walk this path. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad you said that. Um, And really um, it's been about, it's been more than eight years, eight and a half years um, that I have really been, I would say walking in consistent victory with this, not perfectly though, but the struggles, they come up and then we Mm -hmm. deal with them. So it's, Mm -hmm. it's not like you get there and it's a one and done and you know, I mean, there's, there's always work to do. Right. <laughs> so, so let's cut to the chase. Can you give us a little bit of um, a backdrop of that will help us understand the context for these lies um, that you've been struggling with? Well, there's a couple different things. Um, some of them are just plain old dieting type lies. Um, like Um, the beginning, kind of my, the beginning of my list, but then there's a few things that go into, they're more specific to um, a chronic illness that I struggle with. And I've actually been struggling with for eight years this month. So um, yeah, so the first ones are really more, maybe something that most people can relate to or have heard those things before. And then I don't know, maybe if, if you're a person who's struggling with a chronic illness or chronic pain, uh, maybe you've struggled with these other ones as well. Yes. Yes. Um, And I want to camp there for just a brief second. Okay. I know for a fact that there are listeners who can identify with either a chronic illness or chronic pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know for a fact. And so mm-hmm. Christina isn't going to be specific about what her illness is because we don't want anybody to disqualify themselves from the wonderful lessons that God can can bring to your life through what he has shared with her. So um, that's important. <clears throat> Invite God to show you, does any of this apply to me? And even if you don't have a chronic illness or a chronic mm-hmm. pain, and you may yeah. see something there that God has for you. Well, and just, you know, just to say for those of you who are dealing with something like that, you know, my chronic illness does not define me. It is not who I am and it does not define you either. (laughs) So I want to make sure that we say that truth because it's so, so, so important. It is. Okay. So here comes the first lie. The first lie that I realized I was struggling with is it is virtuous to be hungry and wait as long as I can to eat. Mm. And now, long- now at first blush, I might say, well, that sounds virtuous and thin within or intuitive eating of any kind. I, I want to be hungry. Well, so what's yeah, the problem? That's a good point, Heidi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I'm talking about, and I'm thinking to last week, this is what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I would have a hunger signal and I would ignore it. I didn't even realize I was doing this really. I mean, I have to, yeah, I have to kind of go back and think about it, but I would ignore it and not eat for like three more hours. 
Ooh. Yeah. So Ooh. this, uh, you're gonna, right. You're going to go into the starvation <laughs> mode. <laughs> well, I'm no, kidding, I mean, kidding. it's okay. Of course I'm going to survive, but <laughs> what happens when I do that? Well, number one, I'm trying to manipulate yeah. my body and the yeah. signals that God has given me. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to manipulate that thinking that somehow I can squeeze out um, you know, some, some weight release or something that I'm, I'm hoping to yeah. have with that. And yeah. it's like, wait a minute, God gave me this, this, these signals, this beautiful system in my body, and I'm trying to work it somehow. Right. Okay. So right. it is, it's, oh, go ahead, Heidi. Um, so the dieting mentality component of this thought, the lie part of this thought is, mm -hmm. Let's zero in on that because it's fine to get hungry. Yes. That's part of what we do of in Thin course. Within. Yes. But it's that somehow I need to stay hungry mm -hmm. and that's a good thing. And that's going to be a helpful thing. Mm -hmm. um, and, and you were looking to that to kind of mm -hmm. save, save you in some way. I mean, yes. That, yeah. Like it was virtuous. Like this is the right thing. This is better for me. Hunger, experiencing hunger for a long period of time is somehow better for me. Okay. Better okay. for my Got it. And that's something that I was taught years and years ago by a number of different diets and plans. And I think probably just something that I thought myself. So yeah, the yeah. next one is it is virtuous not to eat after dinner. Okay. Well, again, I mean, if I'm not hungry, yeah, I, I don't need to eat after dinner. And that's what makes this so tricky is because yes, tricky. yes, it is virtuous to not eat after dinner if you're not hungry, but well, uh, virtuous in is tricky, my but. experience, because I have a just right size dinner, I almost always get hungry later in the evening. Yes. Almost always. Now in the past, I didn't know what a just right size meal was. <clears throat> and I always ate two to three times what I should have. I was always gaining weight. Oftentimes I wouldn't get hungry after dinner because I had ate, eaten way too much. Um, I, I was thinking that, and I was thinking that again, even though I was having, you know, a just right size meal is the size of my stomach. That's what a just right size meal is. And that's about the size of my loosely held fist. We've talked right. about that quite a few times. Um, and so you can imagine it's, you know, a, a small plate, like a salad size plate, um, of food. And that's, that's good and wonderful. Right. So if I'm eating that amount, but I'm not going to bed till 10 30 or 11, I am going to get hungry. So this is what I was doing. Oftentimes I was, yeah. I was skipping that hunger and waking up hungry in the middle of the night and not sleeping well. <sighs> Oh yeah. You didn't so, tell me that. Well, <laughs> well, it just, it was just a couple times and it's like, <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah. I don't know. It was so interesting the way that came up, but yeah. that somehow there is virtue or some people will say, don't eat after six or don't eat after seven. Oh yeah. We hear that in dieting world talk all the time all that the time. don't eat, you know, after a certain time. And then with intermittent fasting, we, we hear that yes. too, you know, all kinds of diet talk tells us yes. you shouldn't eat past a certain time because then right. it's just sitting there in your body. That is so ridiculous. Anyway. 
<laughs> well, not only is it ridiculous, but it was like sending me back into how I used to feel oh. when I was on diets. Yeah. And it was discouraging. And I was even more out of oh. sorts. And I was like, wait, what am I doing? But you know, you get busy in your life and you just keep living your life. You just go from one thing to the next and you don't take time to go, wait, what am I doing? What am I believing? And that's so valuable. We have yes. to take time to do that. Yes. Okay. Here comes the next one. Um, it is virtuous to go on a strenuous walk because walking is good for me. Or well, that other sounds true to me. <laughs> yeah, it, it does. I've, of course it sounds true. Um, but because I have a chronic illness, um, I have to be careful with what I do with my activity. <clears throat> Sometimes I can do something more strenuous, but it's really not that strenuous in the world of strenuous activity. <laughs> um, and some days I'm called not to do anything except maybe fold the laundry and that's about it. And well, so, and, and it, it, the way I look at what, you know, having walked with you since you were first diagnosed with this illness mm -hmm. is I feel like you have only so much energy in your bank account mm -hmm. of energy, mm -hmm. if you will. Mm -hmm. And you wake up feeling that the best that you feel for the rest of the day. And if you spend that energy by 10 o'clock in the morning, by going on a strenuous walk, which you love to do, I love to do, you're going to take a <laughs> dive for the rest of the day and mm -hmm. not be worth anything to anybody. <laughs> I'm kidding. Thank I'm kidding. you for that, Heidi. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I but know. I know. No, it, you will pay a consequence in in ex more extreme symptoms for the rest of the day, almost assuredly. Yes. So yeah, you know that about yourself. So telling yourself that it is virtuous to go on a strenuous walk because walking is good for me. Mm -hmm. It seems like it sounds good to so many of us. But in the season of life I am in, that you are in, that our listeners are in, is that true? And you found that no. Yeah. Well, you. and honestly, part of that lie from the past um, that I'm just now thinking as we're talking about this is, you know, if I don't do a certain amount of activity, if I don't do a certain amount of exercise, if it's not at a certain strenuous level of some kind, I'm going to balloon out of control and gain all this weight back or something. Yeah. Now, I, I wasn't really thinking about that last week, but that's part of that lie that mm -hmm. has to do with activity. Because mm -hmm. actually, when I first released my weight and have kept it off since, I was not exercising. I wasn't doing anything extra, mm -hmm. just right. regular old life, you know, nothing right. extra. So, mm -hmm. um, but then I yeah. continued to release weight. Mm -hmm. through being very, very sick and not able to really do anything. I mean, even going up the stairs was challenging on a lot mm -hmm. of days. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so that, that kind of came up with that one. Um, and then, okay. So here's another one that came up, um, that God showed me that I was believing it is virtuous to let go of a certain food just because someone else is doing it. And I thought, what, I'm not believing that. Yes, I was. And it's interesting because that's not something I've struggled with for a long time, but you know, everybody has a different journey and we're right. all being called to different things at different times. My journey is with the Lord and I want Amen. him to be the one that's leading me. Right. I want him to be the one that's guiding me. And so if this person over here 
is letting go of this food for three weeks or whatever, or adding this in, or having this at this time of day, or whatever it is that that helps them, that's not for me necessarily. I need to be going to the Lord with what what He's calling me to. Um, but that's an old belief. I used to right. copy everybody around me, um, thinking that if I did what they did, then I'm going to have the same results or, you know, it's kind of a one size fits all. Yeah. And it's not, no, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> well, it kind of was yeah. <laughs> the last three have to do with my chronic illness. Um, and so we talk a lot about eating Whole body pleasers in Thin Within, which I absolutely love. Me and those too. are foods that, t- yeah, those are foods that taste really good. And they're also very beneficial for our bodies, right? They have for your unique of- body. Your body responds mm-hmm. well to it. Yeah. So Christina's whole body pleasers and mine, most of the time they don't overlap a whole lot, mm-hmm. but our bodies respond well to our own personal list of whole body pleasers. <laughs> right, exactly. And so here is um, a big lie that I was believing. If I eat more whole body pleasers more often, my chronic illness symptoms will decrease. I think the lie was um, you shouldn't have a piece of cake. You shouldn't have a piece of chocolate. You shouldn't have, even if in tiny mm. amounts, I think there was a lie that I was thinking, but good foods I and can... bad foods again. Yes, that's it. Mm. So this lie is coming out of that. And that is I can heal myself if I manipulate thin within or manipulate mm. the way I'm eating and drinking, mm. manipulate the time of day, manipulate the kinds of things that I'm eating. And when I can be my own healer is what uh, the lie is. And that's a really big lie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's tricky, tricky. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because of course, God calls me to take good care of my body. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so there's that piece that's that's really important. But what's important about what I just said is God, not me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, God is our healer. I'm not. Yes. And that's been, that's really been something that God has shown me over the last few days. And it's been so freeing. Mm. I feel so relieved uh, being reminded. And it's, it's like, well, I've been a Christian for a really long time. You would think that I would know that God was my Mm. healer, Mm. but I was believing the lie that I could heal myself. Hmm. And Hmm. that is, that's not true. God is my healer. God is healer. It's one of his names (laughs) and the way that he heals and what he calls me to in that process. That's all about him. That's Hmm. not about me. Hmm. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, And so we wanted to share this with our listeners, with you guys, because we thought maybe there's a way in which you can identify with Christina's story, even this late into her <laughs> journey. <laughs> yes. so, I mean, you don't have to be a beginner to have these stray thoughts from out of decades of dieting, mm-hmm. even though you've had a lot of distance from dieting, you can still have these thoughts pop in. Line number yes, one. absolutely. Great. Okay. It is virtuous to be hungry and wait as long as I can to eat, like hours and hours. It is virtuous not to eat after dinner. 
It is virtuous to go on a strenuous walk because walking is good for me. It is virtuous to let go or abstain from a certain food because someone else is doing it. And then I am my own healer. I can heal myself of my chronic illness by manipulating thin within or the way that I eat or drink. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here comes the truth. <laughs> yay, yay, yay. Woo, celebrate, celebrate. This is the part that we want to use to renew our minds. Okay. Truth. My body is fearfully and wonderfully made. God especially designed it to give me signals to know when to eat and when not to eat. Following those signals is walking in the beautiful provision of mm. what God has made in my body. Yes. God has given me the green light to eat a just right portion of food, no matter what time of day it is. Spirit-led eating brings joy and freedom and life. Unless God calls me to let go of a certain food, it is permissible for me. Letting go of the control of trying to manipulate food is where the freedom is. I love living a life of peace and joy and freedom with food, eating, and my body as I let the spirit lead. Mm -hmm. There is no real way for me to figure out or heal myself of my chronic illness. God has called me to live with this in this season, and I am to accept it and constantly turn to him for what I need as I experience uncomfortable symptoms. Mm -hmm. And as he calls me to take care of my body in certain ways, Mm -hmm. it makes me crazy and fills (laughs) me with shame and regret and guilt. When I try to manipulate God's beautiful life-giving plan for my body, Mm -hmm. as I look to him moment by moment, he shows me what he's calling me to eat and drink and do or not do. I am free to be led by the spirit and release weight or not, depending on his guidance. I am free. Amen. Free to eat within hunger and satisfaction any time of the day or night. I am free. Free to let go of my old dieting mentality. Free to let go of trying to heal myself. Free of trying to sacrifice rather than be obedient. Hmm. I am free from guilt and shame. I am free to rest in my loving Lord and Savior, who has all that I need at any given moment. I am free to enjoy the peace that comes with letting him lead. I am free to let go. I am letting him go right now. Letting him go, letting it all go. <laughs> mm, I love it. Well, I mean, I just think that everything that you shared today is so powerful. I'm so grateful that you were willing to be vulnerable with us. <laughs> Thank you so much. And you guys um, listening, you you can see some of Christina's great truth lists and other, the freedom list and other things. She posts these at thinwithin.team, uh, T-E-A-M, <laughs> and on our mighty network there, our community. And it really, it's awesome because you can pick up strategies. How can I create uh, what is true, truth list? Please join us there. We hope today has been helpful <laughs> and happy for you. <laughs> so, we are so glad you've been here. Us. Join us next time for our next episode of Thin Within. Thin Within on the on go. The go. <laughs> See you, you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.